So are you smiling? Well, if you're not, you might just be after the end of this week. And you know what? I've found that a cheery disposition is often the key to pushing through the pain barrier. And you might just need that after this week's lessons. Hi there, guys. My name is Lorna, and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides, where we create daily audio horse riding lessons that you can download onto your phone or your iPod or whatever device you're using, your computer if you want. And then you can actually pop your phone in your pocket and listen to the lessons as you ride your horse. The lessons are recorded so as you can listen to it in real time. This is the Monday lesson, but they're actually, as I say, daily. So there's another four that go after this one. And what I'm going to do is at the end of this lesson, I'm going to let you know how you can get your hands on the rest of this week's lessons for free. But the other thing I want to let you know about is something that may just help with this week's lessons. That is the 30-day rider fitness challenge. Again, it's free. You don't need a horse, okay? So the exercises in the 30-day rider fitness challenge are created so you can do them on the ground, in your bedroom, or wherever you want to go. However, this week, as I said, might just complement it nicely because this week we are looking at how to increase your riding fitness, but by doing so using exercise in the actual saddle okay so you can do these while you are riding so if you haven't popped over it's www.30dayriderfitnesschallenge.com and it's the number 30 and you can put your name in there and we will send you that challenge there's a facebook group and all to go with it and uh, yeah to keep each other kind of on par and to keep each other pushing forward through it it's a toughie yeah? i'm not going to lie to you but um yeah well worth it so guys today Yes, today. Do you ever find yourself, uh, you've cantered maybe two circles, you've, you've done two nice 20 meter circles and you're just exhausted <laughs> coming off this sec and, and maybe your trainer requires that you have to continue on and do more and you are just, whew. in fact, staying on at that point is your only thought. Um, or maybe you found that for whatever reason that you actually weren't getting as much riding in lately or no riding at all. And that once you've actually begun to ride again, you've noticed that you're definitely less effective in the saddle. Now, the thing is, horse riding is, uh, I laugh, people will often say horse riding is not a sport. And I think, oh, really? <laughs> uh, or you'll often have some uh, People will tell you that uh, it's the horse that does all the work. But I know that if you're listening to this, you are a rider and you could not in any way agree with those statements. I think a lot of people don't realize actually how much you use your body while you're riding. And, th- and just another thing, it often amazes me, people, riders will put so much time and effort into planning their horses um, schooling sessions and their conditioning and their fitness levels and their nutrition and their food. And yet they won't even invest a tenth of that same effort in their own uh, fitness levels, which, you know, riding is a team sport. You and your horse are a team together. So in any team sport, in order for the team to succeed, well, everybody needs to pull their weight. But also it's worth keeping in mind that the fitter you become for riding and the, well, I suppose the more you begin to focus on your fitness levels as a rider, the more you'll actually enjoy your time in the saddle. And not only that, the more your horse will enjoy it as well, the time underneath the saddle. thing is, when you increase your fitness levels, there are so many positive consequences that will go with that, that go hand in hand with that. And I think the first and foremost is that you'll find you're actually better able to communicate with your horse and also that your horse is better able to understand what you are asking because you will have more control over your body, which means you have more control over your aids, which means that you're actually able to ask more 
well, I suppose direct and concise questions as opposed to being a little bit wishy-washy, which is what can happen when we're not so fit, okay? The other thing that you'll find is that your independent seat will actually improve and, and get better and better as your actually core strength um, becomes more apparent. And also that you'll be able to increase your effectiveness in the saddle. Of course, using your core and yeah, being, being able to sit without having to hold on all the time it makes a big difference with horse riding. You'll also find, I think another side effect of also becoming fitter is that a lot of riders are tense and rigid and a little bit stiff um, because either they're a little bit worried about their abilities or well, they think they're going to fall off. And I think as your riding fitness increases, and as and I think it's important here to also realize that I'm talking about your riding fitness. Um, you know, you can be running fit, or you can be walking fit, or you can be cycling fit. But to be riding fit is a little bit different. But as that increases, you actually become more confident in your own abilities. And you've more faith, basically, in what you can do, which allows you a certain amount of I suppose peace of mind and that brings a better relaxation of your body and you can actually then use your body better than what you would have done before um, and also it means you can just canter for longer periods hey that's good that's what we want that's the fun part hey so what would I suggest doing well first of all these uh, the the couple of suggestions I'm going to give you here are four in the saddle if you're on a horse that is deciding to do the highland fling well, that horse is probably not the best horse to practice these exercises on, okay? And the same applies for young horses and that. What you want is a nice steady horse that's going to allow you to maybe shuffle around a little bit on board. Uh, I did say you're going to be smiling by the end of the week, and I'm not joking, hey? You know, half a scissors isn't just for 12-year-olds. But um, yeah, that you want a horse that's going to be fairly trustworthy and that's going to allow you to move about on his back a little bit uh, without getting too upset with you. Uh, the other thing is if you're in an enclosed area, it's probably better, although I personally use a lot of these out hacking. Um, so when I'm out on the trail or out on an outride uh, we will use these exercises as well or I will personally use them as well but um yeah maybe in an enclosed arena if you don't have a, you know a lot of exercise for fitness are actually designed to be used on the lunge but I know that a lot of people don't have any way to lunge them so maybe you can make your own shoot down one side of the arena that you could actually use these exercises on it's particularly the ones that maybe would require you to go without stirrups or to go without reins but what's key and what is what I'm trying to get across here is that you have to be safe before you begin to do this okay so yeah make sure that you're on a safe horse in a safe environment um, and then you can start so first of all as you're in the saddle a nice easy one to start with is as you're walking just begin posting in the walk or begin doing your rising trot in the walk okay and you will find it is difficult eh? it's, it's amazing how much the horse's energy and momentum help you with the rising trot uh, it does become a little bit more difficult when you're doing it in the walk but I do want you to bear in mind that all the way through these exercises, try and keep your body correct. You're looking for your form, that your form is correct. There is no point in conditioning your muscles the wrong way, okay? Because then when you are not thinking about it and when you want your muscles just to work and you want your body just to do something, uh, it's going to do the wrong thing, which may, well, it's not going to work out great for you. So uh, just make sure that all the time you are focusing on your form. For example, when you're posting, without uh, 
without your horse actually trotting, when your horse is just walking, just make sure the weight is down into your heel, that you're not collapsing forward onto your horse's withers or the pommel of the saddle, and also that you're not crouching your shoulders. The other thing that a lot of people will do is when they post it out stirrups is they'll use their hands or their upper body and not necessarily pulling on the reins, but you'll find they stretch up with their upper body because they're actually using their shoulders to pull themselves up as opposed to their legs to push themselves up. Now, again, when you are actually trotting, things are a little bit different. The horse's energy is moving underneath you. But that's why this is a nice exercise just for your legs and also for your core strength and for balance as well that you can start working on. I would recommend doing this when your horse is actually warming up or cooling off. You can spend time then. So as you're not actually working or schooling your horse, think of those times as, uh, think of the warm up and the cool down as the time you can work on you, hey, and condition you a little bit. So once you've managed to do a little bit of posting, the next thing you could probably kind of move on to is standing up in the stirrups. Now standing up straight in the stirrups is a little bit different than the two-point seat and I'm going to mention that just now. But actual standing up, so straight up, you're going to go up, up, up. Now what's important is you don't want to straighten your knees completely. You'll find if you straighten your knees completely you'll probably tip over, okay? So you want to keep your knees a little bit bent but I want you to feel in your leg uh, the little bit of pressure you're under but also I want you to try and use your core and this is great for your core because it's your core that will actually begin to balance you a little bit more as you're doing this. Now again you can start that and walk and then you can work it up to trot and into canter as well you can do it. So uh, make sure your horse is a happy chappy and he's going to not get too upset with you moving about in the saddle. Be aware that when, you know, initially you'll find that your balance may not be great. And not only that, your strength, and I'm talking about your core strength, your legs might burn a little, okay? But uh, also your core strength might not be sufficient to actually hold you there for any great length of time. And I would strongly suggest if that's the case, holding either a martingale or uh, maybe a little bit of mane uh, from your horse or even just putting a stirrup leather around your horse's neck. And the reason is just make sure you're not slamming down on your horse's back. When, when your balance fails you, okay? We don't, we don't want to make it uncomfortable for our horses, okay? That's really, really important. Next thing you can try is as you are trotting and posting. It's a very simple one, but it's a very effective one. Not only for coordination, but uh, also for um, your strength in your body. And that is instead of doing your normal up, down, up, down, up, down, you're going to change it a little bit so you can start and you can do different patterns and different rhythms that you want but uh, maybe up up down up up down up up down and it basically means that instead of just rising and then coming back into the, into the saddle you're actually going to stay up for two beats in the rise and then come back down and stay up for two beats in the rise and then come back down and then you can swap it you can do down down up down down up down down up all this is, is like if you could imagine you were going to change diagonal each time, but you're sitting for two beats and then you're up for one. Sitting for two, up for one. And you'll find that actually you're, you're, you will want to. You'll have to actually physically stop yourself from doing the posting. But as I say, it's a great, first of all, an awareness of what you're actually doing while you are riding, but also that being able to hold yourself either up or down. And you'll find that on the down, when you're doing your two downs, your down, down, up, it's actually a little bit difficult to get the up. Um, because you're, you're having to shift your body very quickly from a sitting trot to a posting. And it's actually working your core muscles as you are shifting 
from that sitting trot into the posting and then for one and then back into the sitting trot. And of course you can do two or three, I'm just using two and one as the rhythm here, as the, the kind of pattern here. But you can use three or two, you can do up for three, down for four, whatever you want. But uh, just shift it around a little bit and work without it. Now, I spoke earlier about the two-point seat. Ah, the good old two-point seat. Is there anything like two-point seat? Definitely a winner, okay? Uh, which you can maybe do because I firmly believe that you need to measure um, where you are right now. Well, first of all, you need to know where you are right now, and then you need to regularly measure your progress. Otherwise, well, you don't know how well you're doing. It'll all depend on your mood, and we all know our moods can change. So, yeah, using your two-point seat and seeing how long you can actually hold and maintain the two-point seat will be a good measurement and a good kind of a yardstick as to how physically fit you are initially. You can ride without your stirrups. Who doesn't love that? And then there's also lots of different exercises you can do within the saddle as you are riding along. Um, and again, walking and uh, kind of making sure that your horse is a, a friendly fellow who's going to assist you uh, in doing those exercises. But I will be chatting about them more during the week. So as I mentioned, this week you can get it all free and we are going to be working through those. You, as I say, you can listen to them in your ear as you go along and do the different exercises and have a giggle at uh, or maybe you are super fit and you can manage everything i don't know but uh, yeah you can listen to all, all you can do is pop over to www.stridesforsuccess.com forward slash trial t-r-i-a-l and you can sign up there seven day free trial you will get all the lessons you don't need a credit card to sign up just your name so guys have an absolutely awesome day and i will chat to you all tomorrow be good bye Thank you.